This is Corey Lane, and you're listening to the Who's Who Top 10 Countdown. Made in America. The red, white, and blue. I stand for her honor. The flag and our troops. I'm proud of my country. What she's done for me. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Who's. <laughs> My name is Matt Lee, and I'm here with Brett Denny and Steve Pardue. Yes, we're only missing one man from the band, and that's the one, the bearded one. That's right. I'm going to beat your ass on the course. Yeah, right. Grizzly Adams had a beard. Grizzly Adams did have a beard. He's not with us today. John Barr? Oh. Maybe. No, his, bro- his bearded brother. Oh, his yeah. bearded brother. Tim Dooley, we miss you. May he rest in peace, right, guys? Right. Yeah. Wait! Wait. <laughs> you know what? I think all of his guitars got sold, and oh. he's in a depressed mood. Now you don't have anything to do. <laughs> I, I got some extra money. You want to go spend it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I sold a few things around the house. Oh, you know. what'd you sell? I sold some old guitars and stuff I wasn't using. <laughs> <laughs> we are at episode 25. That's a big number right there. That's a big number. That's more than you can count on your fingers and your toes, right, Steve? Uh, I can't count that high anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this is an exciting episode because we are going back and taking a look at all the number one songs from the past 24 episodes. Yeah. And that ends up being how many number ones total, Brett? A total of 14 number one songs. So our top 10 is a top 14 14. Top 14. Why are you wearing a tux? It's after six. What am I, a farmer? And we rated them, we ranked them, and uh, we hope you all enjoy this 25th episode of Top Number One Songs. We're going to have a top ten today. Okay. Top top ten, and we're going to have uh, Brett's Out of the Nest question. Yeah, we'll do that. But we got a lot of music today to get through, so let's go ahead and kick it off, Britt. All right, coming in at number 14. How weird was that to say, number 14? I, I really had to think about that. <laughs> Mr. John Hunt with Calling My Name. I was turning around here for 35 years, and I've been up in the morning grinding my gears, but ain't nobody here to listen to my song. I've been washed to the side by the pouring rain. I've been tossed around in a hurricane, and I've been I've been brought to tears by a child. Hell, I walk for the mile in the pouring rain, and I'll do it again if you call my name. But I can't let that slow me down. Cause a train pulling down, the sun rolling in, and the lines on my face show my sin. The devil knows just where I sign. 
And that was number 14, John Hunt with Callin' My Name. And that made the number one song on our top ten at week 14. Yes. That seems like yesterday. It does. That was, uh, that was my first episode that um, I recorded and edited. Edited? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's was, pretty cool. It was yeah. week 14, so... It's been fun. I love doing this. Yeah, appreciate you sending in your music, John. Uh, send in some more music so we can rate it and maybe make the top 10 here in the next next 25 episodes. And now coming in at number 13, Esther Von Comer with Little Boy. Little boy with a rock in your hands Playing in the sun with a sand No worries on your mind You're laughing at the sky Little boy with your sensitive mind You were born as an innocent child You faced the world alone This struggle on your own here uh, that was uh Esther von comer with little boy uh that was more of a recent number one if y'all remember it was on ladies night so yeah. that was episode 23 yeah and uh still a great song oh yeah yeah i look for her to be sending us some more stuff and yeah. the fact that it she's our first international number one mm-hmm. so maybe there are hopefully not our only right see others you know come mm-hmm. bring send the music so uh send us more and uh we'll rate them yeah, to send in music to be rated and ranked and looked at and listened to. Uh, send in your music, a promo picture, and some information about you, the artist, or you, the band, at NightOwlCB1. That's the number one at Yahoo.com. Yes. Thank you so much, Esther. She was so ecstatic to be number one. And now moving on to number 12, Matt Weston. The Badass with Hey Bro. You and me go back to those young hell-raising days. Wasn't a rule we didn't break. Just a couple of rowdy renegades. When we blew it up, tore it down like Jesse James had come back around. Getting caught, getting high. I took your blame and you took mine. Saying, Hey Bro, I got your back. Dare anybody to go jacking with that 
10. That was number 12 with uh, Mr. Badass himself, Matt Weston. I love it that he's on here because I get to say that again. You've been waiting to say that. I have been. Uh, so I've kind of forgotten why do we say that? Just because he look if you if you've looked him up on Facebook, he just looks like a badass. I see. Uh, for one, and I think Matt was the one that coined it. Yeah, he's got his voices. Yeah. He's got that voice where you, it sounds like you don't want to mess with him. Yeah, I, I would want to tick him off. I you don't think, think people called Tim badass? You know what? That makes me mad. Wow. That's that's a good question. Thank you. A is, badass guitarist. Is that the oh. out of the nest question? <laughs> <laughs> that, oh my goodness! That, that was uh, number one back on episode four, boys. Yeah, yeah, that was early. Yep. So early. we we definitely need some more of the badass himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, as we go through this list, and you're starting to hear all these number ones, you can hear the type of music that's been played on Who's Who. Good music. Yep. Good, good music. music. Yeah, Tim, you miss an episode, we're gonna make fun of you. Yeah. <laughs> And now coming in at number 11, Peanut Butter Whiskey, Dusty Lee with 99 Halos. Number 11, Dusty Lee with 99 Halos. And if you can remember so far back yeah, on episode 24. <laughs> just made the cut. She just made it, and I'm so glad. This is a great song. I'm glad that she made our episode 25 of the top number one songs. Uh, just great. I'm glad she made it. And we had a great interview with her, and... Um, her and, and a couple of her friends, you know, I think maybe the person that helped write that song. Yeah. And, uh, Dave, they, Dave Nudo, right? Or Dave Nudo? Nudo. Dave, Dave Nudo. Nudo. Yep. yep. <clears throat> so they were actually in the chat room on the Unique Beats radio night. That uh, is on Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard yes. Time. Uh, we always put some links on where you can find that. Uh, but, yeah, it was such a... It was such a fun time. We actually, I think we had like over 300 comments that we were all just chatting back and forth as we listened to that uh, podcast. So it was great. Yeah, the more the merrier. Oh, yeah. The more the merrier. Especially when the breakfast sausage kicked off. It it just (laughs) went to hell in a handbasket. It did. did. Jimmy Dean's sausage. Taste America's favorite. It brought back some (laughs) (laughs) some vivid memories, of course. A lot of it was edited out, what we talked about. <laughs> yes. But, yeah. but um, the stuff we say on here, <laughs> yeah. If you guys, if you guys could actually hear us live one time, you would. Well, number one, you FCC would definitely shut us down. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
But uh, great times. Yeah. yeah. Great times with you guys. Yeah, if we didn't edit some of the stuff, we would have a two-hour and 20-minute episode. Yeah. I don't think anybody wants to really listen and to And that's that. before the songs in the That's <laughs> right. That's right. And now moving on to number 10, Fourth and Main with Drink to the Songs. We drank to the songs that we grew up on. Throw our hands in the air when it feels like home. Get rowdy around here from dusk till dawn. When we drank to the songs we grew up on. CD was by Alabama. Ten tracks that taught me all my country grammar. I'd push play and practice on my southern draw. I credit Song of the South for the way I talk. Mama used to crank up the radio to George Strait singing about the rodeo. That's when I knew I wanted to be a cowboy and sing about Cheyenne until I lost my voice. They always had soul, they never get old. So when a small town folks get together, you know. We shout them out at the top of our lungs When we drink to the songs that we grew up on Throw our hands in the air when it feels like home Get right around here from dusk till dawn When we drink to the songs we grew up on And that was number 10, fourth and main With Drink to the Songs Episode 17 yeah. That was a heck of a song. Still is. It is. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding. I love how we do that. So being a special episode, uh, we're not doing a lot of talking, so not going to be a lot of chances to put any sound effects in or funny clips. So at this time, we're going to add some of what we have thought have been some of the funniest clips that we've added in the first 24 episodes. Yeah. So here's a few of those clips. <laughs> I'll be honest, fellas, it was sounding great, but I could have used a little more cowbell. I feel the need, the need for speed. Ow! Are you telling me that you built a time machine? Out of a DeLorean? The way I see it. If you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? We're not going to fall for a banana in the tailpipe. You're not going to fall for the banana in the tailpipe? Here, eight pound, six ounce, newborn infant Jesus. Don't even know a word yet. Just a little infant, so cuddly, mm. but still omnipotent. Mm. We just thank you for all the races I've won and $21.2 million. Woo! 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 Ow! Love that money. I don't think so, Jim. <laughs> The first rule of Fight Club is, you do not talk about Fight Club. The second rule of Fight Club is, you do not talk about Fight Club. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha! Hit you some What the rock is cooking! Hello! <laughs> That's cool, baby. I mean, you know how it is. Rocking and rolling and whatnot. Ew! You're gonna need a bigger boat. So you're gonna tell me, that you don't have no black cats, no Roman candles, or screaming memes? No. Oh, come on, man. You don't got no lady fingers, buzz buttles, snicker bombs, church burners, finger blasters, gut busters, zippity doodahs, or crap flappers? No, I don't. You're gonna stand there owning a fireworks stand and tell me you don't have no whistling bungholes, 
No spleen splitters, whisker biscuits, honky lighters, hoosker do's, hoosker don'ts, cherry bombs, nips of dazers, with or without the scooter stick, or one single whistling kitty chaser? Oh, behave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, baby! <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about the former Intercontinental Champion of the World, Macho Man nothing Randy Savage. Nothing means nothing! Nothing means nothing. Man. Nothing means nothing. What do you mean by that? Or I'm talking about all the way to the top, yeah. Unjustifiably in a position that I'd rather not be in. But the cream will rise to the top, oh yeah. Get in my belly! Four years at Discount Karate. I don't start fights, I finish them. And now coming in at number nine, Corey Lane with Cold December. It's a cold December. And writing's hard to do My mind's distracted by The thought of leaving you We can't whisper fake I love you Or cry more empty tears It's a when you've lived so many lonely years But we'll weather the storm Like we always do We can't be all together But I can't make it without you and that was number nine, Corey Lane, with Cold December. That was episode three, gentlemen. If you remember, that was uh, Controversy. Yeah. Ah, yeah, Controversy. The only song to debut at the number one spot. Yes. And, yeah. and that was actually one that changed the way that we did our ratings. Uh -huh. So that may be the only song that actually debuts at yep. number one. Yep. It's a very worthy song, though. This is... Uh, they're all great. All the 14 here we have mm -hmm. are great. Yeah. This still goes down as one of my favorites. This one was your, one of your favorites? One of my favorites. Easily one of my top three favorites. Hey, guys, we have somebody special here that uh, just called in. Uh, we have a show coming up Saturday, July 11th. We just talked about it just a little bit with Night Out Country Band and Corey Lane. It's a who's who showcase. And on the phone with us right now is Corey Lane. Hello, Corey. How's it going, man? Doing well, doing well. Are you uh, getting excited for that show? I am. I've got. I've. I've told everybody and their mom about it. So I'm pretty, <laughs> Good. pretty excited got, about. Got to make sure you get mom involved. Yeah, get, yeah. Good call. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Our moms are. They're one of our best supporters, aren't they? Yeah, they are. They sure are. So, uh, give us an idea of maybe some of the songs that you might be singing that day. Well, I'm going to do Cold December for sure. Yes. On countdown. I'm going to be doing uh, a lot of originals. Uh, I'm going to throw a couple of covers in there. Okay. Like most, most people won't do this cover because they think they're too good for it. But I'm going to be singing Freebird, but it's my style of Freebird. Okay. All right. Um, I'm going to be doing uh, Stay or Go. I wrote Stay or Go about a, a horrible relationship and... Um, I've just I've got a few that I'm going to be doing that's um, more towards relationship. I, you know, I'm a country 
I try and sing as write my songs as old school country as I can. Okay. And um, these are really uh, some <laughs> some doozies, I tell you. Um, this album that I'm going to be doing, we're we're pretty excited about it. And these songs, man, we're expecting some good things. Also, um, I've wrote a song called My America. I was actually featured today on um, it's the Republican uh, National Committee woman. Uh, from Iowa, she's over the Republican National Committee, and um, I was featured with that song "My America" today, and they're oh, actually nice. wanting to use it for the Republican National Convention. Sweet, oh, oh, very nice. cool, sweet, pretty, pretty neat. Yep. <laughs> um, maybe real quickly, could you uh, give just a little bit of a backstory on Cold December? Oh, absolutely. So, uh, me and uh, my wife, um, we were going through some stuff in 2018, and um, I had some writer's block and, you know, I was, I was talking to my wife. I said, I've got this tune. And I said, I've got writer's block and I can't get it out. And she said, well, I'm going to bed, you know? And, uh, then all of a sudden, probably 15, 20 minutes later, after she had already been asleep, I heard her scream from the other room. I've got it. And I said, you've got what, you know? Uh-huh. And she ran in there and she said, it's a cold December and writing's hard to do. Uh, she said, but it's because my mind's distracted by the thought of leaving you. And so we actually sat there face to face and it's more of a metaphor than it is actually about December. Mm -hmm. Um, talking about, you know, it's cold when you're going through stuff like that. Each, each person's cold. So we sat there and wrote that song, looking at each other, um, and basically wrote it to each other. Um, that's how the song came about we uh we poured our hearts into it well thank you for sharing that story with us Corey. absolutely man wait you know i've got i've got there's always a story behind every song that i write okay um people are people um sometimes come up to me and they're just like you're so transparent about your life through your music and i feel like that's the only way that i can be because i I, there's i'm not going to sing a song that i don't feel and I feel these songs when I write them and, you know, I believe in them and, mm-hmm. you know, whether I get famous or not, I, people are going to hear my stuff and it's either going to help, you know, it's going to help people uh-huh. uh, get through some troubles that they're going through. You know, I've, I used to be a gospel singer and um, I, I traveled and toured for years uh, with some gospel artists and stuff. And um, I, I kind of bring because of my family, my family is um, deep rooted in country gospel, um, and stuff like that. So, um, it's really easy for me to, to spit out something that's, you know, like that. And so some of my songs are, you know, they'll have a positive message to them. So it's, it's good to sing those as well, you know, to help people through some stuff. And then I have these marriage songs. I have some good marriage songs as well. And, um, I've got, you know, I've got a couple of outlaw songs and, you know, I just, uh, I had a really bad past. I was a drug addict for 15 years. Uh, I was addicted to prescription medication. Mm. And um, I decided to change my life about three years ago, or four, almost four years ago now. Uh, I was in a car accident, went through a windshield. I had overdosed at the wheel, went through a windshield, um, peeled half of my face <laughs> off. Oh, my. And um, I, I had an experience, if you don't mind me telling it real quick. No, go right uh, ahead. I've, I've written a song about this experience, but, um, I, I was, I went through the windshield and this man stopped on the side of the road and 
I looked at his face and I couldn't see it. All I could see was the sun. And he poured water over my head and he touched my face to wipe the blood off of my face with his bare hand. He didn't have a cloth. And I still couldn't see his face. And he said, is there anything else I can do for you, son? And I said, no, sir, there's not. And so, but the next day I decided to go to a rehab. I stayed and went to rehab for a year. And um, on my, when I left the rehab, I was actually, nobody wanted me to come home. Um, nobody wanted me at their house because they were afraid that I was still that same guy. And um, I was sitting outside this gas station. It was in the dead of winter. I slept outside for two days in the snow in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. And this old man pulled up and he stopped and he smiled at me. And he said, is there anything I can do for you, son? And I looked at him and I said, I know your voice. And he just smiled and I started crying. He told me to get in the car. He took me to Knoxville. He he said, let me call your wife. She's going to let you come home. And I said, no, she's not. And he called her. And she said that when he called her, she felt compelled to say yes. I got home and he had told me to give him a call. He said, make sure you call me right as soon as you get home. I said, okay. I called the number that he called my wife from. A lady answered the phone and said, I've never heard of this man. There's not a man that lives here. I don't know who he is. So I really believe that I had an experience with um, either Jesus or some, you know, an angel or something. Mm -hmm. And I changed. I've not gone back. Uh, I just got chilled. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, it's crazy. That is an amazing story. And by the way, congratulations on your sobriety. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I'm re- I take pride in it, man. I, it's really hard to, uh, you know, some people say it's, it's an, it's, it's easy and because they're not, I feel like they're just not as serious as they should be, but it's been a hard road, but I can safely say that I, you know, I'm not going back and, uh, I, I've had it all thrown in my face again and it's just not where I want to be. So yeah. I, I want to be a singer and I want to be successful and, um, bringing that into my life i, I won't be successful so right. well we're, we're excited about playing with you uh the who's who showcase saturday july 11th that's coming up this coming saturday mm-hmm. we're excited about that to be with Corey lane cold december made our you just heard it on our top 14 countdown of yes. our episode 25 <laughs> um we appreciate you Corey lane that starts at nine o'clock at the pond in franklin yep. tennessee so. I appreciate you guys, man. I'm excited, and we're going to try and get as many people out with this with this uh, ordinance and stuff. We're going to get as many people as we can get out there. Yep. That, that would be great. Uh, one quick question. Who, Go for who's, it. who's your favorite country artist? Oh, man, my favorite country artist right now, um, you guys probably never heard of him. His name is Coulter Wall. Um, he is phenomenal. Okay. It's ridiculous. It's, it's between – I'll just say this. It's between Coulter Wall and um, Tyler Childers. Oh, okay, yeah. 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 Nose That's, on the Grindstone is a heck of a song. Oh, yeah. I sing it yeah. every day. I, yeah. I love that song. We love sing it every it. weekend. Sounds yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you guys, man, I'm a big fan of Red Dirt Country, Texas Country. Yeah. And I'm, I really like Stoney LaRue okay. as well. Stoney LaRue can just flat out play and um, – yeah, man, I, I, I try to I try to listen to the more independent guys mm-hmm. um, instead of the mainstream because the more independent people are actually country. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah. 
All right. Well, it was good talking to you. We'll uh, we'll see you this Saturday at the pond. Awesome, man. All right. Looking forward to it. Take care. See you, buddy. Right, Bye. Stoked about getting to play with uh, Mr. Corey Lane uh, next weekend. So yeah, yeah. Uh, hopefully, when he does this song, he'll call me up to sing with him. Of course, well, of course. <laughs> like, Who like, like Wyatt's going to do me oh, and Tim. Yeah. You know. He, he did ask us to play with him, but not sing with him. Oh. So that, that is Saturday, July 11th. That is the Who's Who Showcase Night Owl Country Band with Corey Lane. And that starts at 9 p.m. at a place called The Pond in Franklin, Tennessee. We'd love to see everybody that's on the Who's Who and everybody that's listening to the Who's Who to come join us for that show. I believe it's a $5 cover charge, correct? $5 cover that's charge. Correct. That's cheap, cheap. No, who, who? Ah, I see what you've done there. That's, cheap, cheap. that's only sense on the song, because we'll be singing a lot of songs that's that night. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. You can't do that at, for a jukebox. Oh. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> and now coming in at number eight, Lucas Chiliberti with Rainmaker. In a covered wagon, he crossed the Great Divide. On his way to Kansas With two more days to ride He'd heard about the suffering The ones who died in vain He came to work his magic He was gonna make it rain Rainmaker Can you open up the sky? It's gonna take a miracle The well is almost dry Number eight, Lucas Chiliberti with Rainmaker. That was uh, episode seven and eight. He was a back-to-back uh, number one. Yeah. Uh, worthy song. I mean, tells a fantastic story. It's well done. I mean, it, it kind of meets all the criteria. Steve, you liked both of his songs, didn't you? I did. I did. Yeah. And we're ready for more. Yep. Now, the reason why is, is it was just so different. Yeah, it's his own style. I mean, mm-hmm. he's not trying to be anybody but himself, and I love that fact. Yeah. And now coming in at number seven, the Cason Lane Band. Countryside of Me. Yeah, we got the fireball west. You shouldn't go on tap. The double barrel shotgun hanging low in the glass. Life is easy here on Dirty Street. We got. And that was the Cason Lane Band with Countryside of Me. 
and they are not to be confused with being related to Mr. Corey Lane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Corey Lane, he's from East Tennessee. Where are those where's Case and Lane boys from? Uh, South Georgia, if I remember right. Yes. Okay. They were uh, episode uh, 12 and 13. Nice. Well, back to lucky back. Lucky 13. Two-timers. Hmm. And now coming in at number six, Jeremy Parsons with Making Things Up As I Go. One foot on the floor, planted in the day. I step out my front door, and I hope it goes my And that was number six, Jeremy Parsons with Making Things Up As I Go. That was episode uh, five and six. Yeah. Another, another five and six. Two-timer. Yeah. And that was toward the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah hence the number five and six, <laughs> I Matt. I see. I see. So they're probably on the number one episode, probably. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah, I possibly. think so. We, uh, we definitely want to thank all these people for sending their music in. And once again, just to remind you, if you would like to send in music that you have or if you know someone that might have a song to send in, you can send that in to NightOwlCB1. That's the number one at Yahoo.com. And we will take a listen to it, rate it, and hopefully it'll make our top ten list. Yeah, so, some people have tried to message us their information, but mm -hmm. we, we like for everybody to email it so that way we have it all together yep. and... And Brett's able to send out the music to all of us in our uh, drop boxes. So that way we can all listen to it, rate it. Just makes it a little bit easier on everybody. All right, gentlemen, it is time to step out of the nest. All right. Today's question to you. Not you, Tim. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no, that microphone is empty. I want you to name what you think is the worst TV or movie character that you know of. And actually, I'll start on this one. Okay. I think the worst character, in my opinion... I bet it's not Batman. Surrender, you criminals! It's not Batman. Or probably not Joker, either. No. Tell me something, my friend. You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? What? I always ask that of all my prey. I just like the sound of it. You know? No, not the right. Joker. It would be... Urkel. Did I do that? <laughs> and that right there is probably the reason that makes him the worst character to me. Believe it or not, my wife watches Urkel every morning really? on TBS, I think it is. Okay. From six to six, six to seven. And it's six, six Family seven. Matters, correct? Yeah. yeah. Yep. So that's my answer. I, uh, <clears throat> I'm going to break Matt's heart if you oh, go back no. a, a 
I believe this episode, last episode, maybe the episode of last we did the. If you break his heart, you may not make any pictures. I don't. I don't anyway. <laughs> He's always in the promo pictures for now. Yeah. 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 For those of you who are wondering what's up, well, I was just going through some photos a while ago from Facebook, and everybody made the picture or made the uh, post, but me. <laughs> Poor guy. Poor little feller. All right, worst character, TV or movie? I, I'm. Uh, we're going back to the cartoon thing, okay? And that was SpongeBob. <laughs> Okay. Hate SpongeBob with yep. every passion. I get it. Just can't stand it. <clears throat> yep. Matt, on the other hand, though, loves it. Yeah. Yeah, well, he's all right. It was because his children fell asleep in his arms and he couldn't change the channel. Right, right. <laughs> right. So right. I just grew up. And it was just on. So <laughs> three Matt, hours later, I turned it off or so. <laughs> Matt, what would be your worst TV or movie character? My worst movie character is. This is going to probably surprise you guys. Okay. But I am a... Patrick. No. (laughs) I am a huge Hulk Hogan fan. Yeah. But I hated the character Mr. Nanny. You have to kiss Dolly. I don't kiss Dolly's. Kiss her. Don't tell anybody I did that. I did not like that. I see. To me, of course, that was back when I was smaller, but he was supposed to be a tough guy. (laughs) Yeah. Seeing him play Mr. Nanny, Uh, I was not impressed with that. It would have made it better if they'd have played his uh, entry music. Maybe. Maybe. Or if he would have played the bad guy to Mr. Nanny. That'd been better. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. And then what was, was he, what was his wrestling movie he was in? Was he ripped? Oh, uh, yeah. Rip him. No yeah. It was No Holds Barred. No Holds Barred. Oh, yeah, yeah. He fought Zeus. Zeus. <laughs> Tiny Tiny Luster, I think is his real name. Yeah, name. Oh, yeah so he fought funny. Zeus. And then uh, Vincent Mann ended up making a match out of that, too. So it, he he made money off of it, too. Oh, that's funny. You, oh, can say what you, want. you can say what you want about McMahon, dude. That guy can promote promote yeah yep. and hulk hogan some people may not like him at all well let me tell you something brother he, he was a money maker yep. Yep. and he, he him and vince together put wrestling on the map and, and andre the giant yeah <laughs> well we hope we didn't hurt anyone's feelings especially you natasha <laughs> if we just said something about friends yeah. That might be a different story. We would have gotten some bad emails. Probably. Oh, I'm, man. I'm not a Phoebe fan. <laughs> oh. Uh-oh. Oh, man. <laughs> you know what's coming your way. <laughs> and now coming in at number five, Mr. Adam Whitehead with Outlawed. Girl, you spinning that drink like you know your way around bourbon. Yeah, you're making it dangerous to stand in this room without burn. And that was number five, Adam Whitehead, 
with Outlawed. And that made our episode 18 and 19. Great wow. job, Adam Whitehead. Great song. So string of back to back to back to back to back to back to back number yeah. ones. Yeah. Yeah, and, and he's he's one that's has been a good supporter of uh, the Who's Who countdown. Yeah. yeah. And we appreciate that. And he and he's having some great success with that new song, Single Mom, which could hit our top ten soon, maybe. Oh. Yeah. But if you want to hear it sooner, you could always go to any of these artists' Facebook or uh, website and buy some merch or you know download songs. Whatever you can do to help these people out. Uh, we've had lots of great people help us out, and that is the reason why we're doing this, is to help others out. So uh, if you're out there listening and you like what you hear, definitely throw these people a bone. Yeah. Yeah. And now, coming in at number four... Before I mention who it is, maybe a little backstory. The only artist that has been number one twice. Two times. Two times. Fourth in Maine with Bad With Me. On Monday morning she's up by five, but we were out till three last Saturday night. She's a nice red wine by candle flame, but a six pack of bud when we're watching the game. Sweet and refined, so fine and kind and sexy to the bone. She's a lady walking down the street, but she can get down when she hears a beat. And I know everybody thinks she's a good girl, but she's bad with me. A good girl, but she's bad with me. And it's good girl that you want to be. A good girl, but you're bad with me. Bad, bad, so bad with me. And that was fourth in Maine, Bad With Me. Our very first number one song. Yeah. Weeks yep. one and week two. Yeah. Uh, also, a little side note, since we're rehashing the past. Well, sure. Yeah. I was the first one to be censored on this show. <sighs> and it was for my depiction of what I thought this song was about. Mm-hmm. Y'all remember, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. Which I won't go into it again because I really sound better without the beep. <laughs> Have you been censored since? What? No, no, no. I learned my lesson. Tim, nice. actually, we all have. Yeah. At some point. Yeah, and Tim was the last one. I might have been agitating him that, that, that episode, if you remember right. I was giving him a hard time about his uh, beloved Packers, if I remember right. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah and no. then, you know, when when you throw the Vipers in, all you guys were getting mad at the Vipers, too. Yeah, yeah. So. Me and Brett picked the uh, team that would have probably won it all. <laughs> yeah. Just want to throw that. Well, out you can there. say that they did win it all because it, it didn't. They were the only undefeated team, so yeah, yeah. Hmm. And uh, we, we do want to say Casey Johnson is still a part of what we're doing. Uh-huh. Um, he's doing documentary, which leads us up to our Patreon. Oh, Patreon! Yeah, we want to say thank you to our Patreons, John Barr. Hey, John Barr. Tim's bearded brother. Yeah, and uh, Nadina and Jerry Purdue. Mm. Very good people. They're almost like family to me. Almost. I all get it. All-American couple. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, we also have... Stalker. Mark C. Dooley. Hey. That Dooley name sounds... We should have had Mark came in today. Oh, I bet Mark would have came oh, in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if he plays guitar? <laughs> we, we love you, Tim. Oh, yeah. Man. And we also have Marilyn Hammonds. Yes, yes. Uh, we we thank uh, thank you all for uh, being a Patreon. Uh, 
five dollars gets your name called out right here on on one of our episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fifteen dollars it gets you um, the documentary. Yeah, and that documentary you guys have seen it now. It's pretty awesome. I was impressed. You guys? I was not in any of the any of them. I don't, I'm just lying. I was actually liar. In this one. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I was impressed with the documentary series. The the second episode come out um on saturday july 4th okay um so casey's doing a heck of a job with that documentary we can't thank him enough for doing that following us around um uh, taking videos of us pictures of us making a fool of himself with a piece of toilet or with a roll toilet paper yes (laughs) yeah he did that with us there too didn't he but yeah the only way you can see that documentary though is you gotta be a patreon yep Fifteen dollars a month gets you that the documentary series, and then twenty-five dollars a month gets you the documentary series. Get your name called out here on the Holla! episodes. It also gets uh, you get a free piece of merchandise sent mm, to you. Love merch once a month, and you also uh, get two tickets after you are a Patreon for four months. Uh, you'll get two tickets to the Wounded Warrior Project show, which features celebrities. It features Night Owl Country Band, and uh, it's just a great cause, uh, a great show that we're doing October 24th this year. So, yeah, please be a Patreon. We'd yeah. appreciate it. So do you think one of the merches would be uh, like a lock of John Barr's hair or Tim Dooley's ha- beard hair? What if they tied their beards together? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to visualize that. <laughs> Don't think too hard on it. No, no. I'm going to have nightmares. Let's just go ahead and move on to number three. Richard Lynch, back in 1953. I get to play this old guitar My daddy gave to me It was made in a time before I was born In 1953 you have been around back then and see what I could see maybe understand just how the man gave his love of music to me think I'll carry it on playing my songs the way my daddy did When I was a kid in our country home A thousand memories Flowing through me I hope I'm good enough Like my daddy was back in 1953 And that was number three, Richard Lynch with Back in 1953. Probably my number one song on here. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Uh, just just because I grew up on the old time country and the story this song tells is just like yeah. I said. Like I said when we when he first debuted it, you know, it was just every son wants to do good by his dad regardless mm-hmm. of what they're doing, and that that just touches me as a, as a as a son and a father. I just you know. I, yeah. It's a great but, song. So this one was. You said it would have been your number one, but you also said another one was your favorite one too. So you like them all? No, don't I you? said I said it was my top three. This one is oh. my number oh, one. Oh, your I favorite said, number. All right. Okay. 
Richard Lynch was a great guy. It was an awesome interview we had. Mm-hmm. We had some great interviews oh, yeah. in these first 24 episodes. Yeah. Uh, David McRae Dove was wow. a lot of fun. You know, we also got Dusty Lee. We've been able to do that with Christian Davis, which Christian was a good one. Davis, the uh, hands of a working man. <laughs> our first one was some small business people. You remember that, guys? That yeah, was yeah. that was during oh, the yeah. Uh, yeah. during the pandemic the shutdown. Yeah, yeah, the shutdown. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That was our first interview. Our first artist interview was Adam Whitehead. So, uh, guys, we've had a lot of fun with. Uh, with this show and being able to meet a lot of different people that mm-hmm. we would have never met if we was not doing this. I got this. to hear some really good music we never would have heard. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. And Richard Lynch, he was number one back-to-back. Yeah. Episodes 15 and 16. We and, w- and was excited, if you remember. He was just like, I, matter of fact, I got to introduce him as number one. Yeah. And he was, he was really yeah. excited. All right. Coming in at number two. Number two. Number two? Number two. Who would that be? This was a back-to-back-to-back Miss Courtney Dickinson with And that was number two, Courtney Dickinson with Freedom. Man, Steve, you haven't gotten to do that in a long, long time. And again, no disrespect. It's, nope. just some, it's just some fun. The song is great. Obviously, she doesn't say it like that. But, no. But uh, it just reminds me of another another Freedom sure, song. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and what episodes were those on there, Matt? All right. That was on 9, oh. 10, and 11. Nice. Three weeks. She was our first triple threat. Yes. Nice. Yes, she oh, was. Hat trick. First hat trick. First hat trick. I like that uh, saying better than my triple threat. Yeah. Sure, being, a, being a triple threat is not bad either, though. No. We have had something that we've been doing here uh, for a good while, uh, top tens. Yeah. Uh, just having fun. Oh, yes. And we're getting ready to do that right now. Last week was a lot of fun. The top ten all-American foods was fun. Uh, top ten funniest uh TV shows, yeah, that was yep, fun. Yep, the uh, cartoons, cartoons was yep. in there. Uh, the funniest clips from movies was yep. that was pretty pretty funny. Uh, we had we've had uh, musicians. So yeah, we've had a lot of a lot of fun with that, and I've got a top ten for you guys here today, which is near and dear to my heart. Top ten most iconic horror movie villains. Okay, horror movie villains. Yes. Okay. Favorite scary movie, Steve? I've actually answered this before. Have you? Yeah. uh, And now you forgot? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, It was uh, any of the, uh, actually I think it might have been a poll or something we did, but it was any of the Friday the 13th. Okay. Let me see. 
corny, but this was always a Jason fan. Yeah, I mean, uh, I haven't watched a lot of horror movies in a long time. Um, but ones that stick out to me, I think, are um, the Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, yeah. So those are pretty good. Freddy Krueger. Mm-hmm. Um, the first Friday the 13th, Kevin Bacon was in that, right? Uh, no, second one. I wouldn't know. I think it was second or third. I think it was second, I believe. Okay. And I was Johnny Depp in the first Nightmare on Elm Street. Is that right? Oh, my goodness. That actually might have. Man, that you might were asking some good questions. And then, then the Leprechaun movie. Do you remember that oh, movie? Oh, yeah. I'm the Leprechaun. <laughs> One of the people from Friends is on that. Jennifer Aniston. Oh. Was, that yeah, was her first. She's been in a lot of stuff. Is she a villain in that movie? Cause she'd be no, my favorite. <laughs> 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 All right. Here we go. Top ten. Most iconic horror movie villain starts out at number 10 with Chucky from Child's Play. My friends call me Chucky. I thought he was a much better villain in the first one. <laughs> okay. How, how many of them do you think that there was? Well, there, there was the, well, there were several with the old Chucky. I'm saying the remake they just did like a, yeah. a couple years ago. The buildup was amazing. I thought the storyline at the beginning was amazing, but then... Oh, yeah. After that, I just I didn't think he was he wasn't as scary. I mean, the original Chucky was dorky looking, but scarier. The, the storyline was great. Yeah, how they how they first kicked that off. Mm-hmm. Number nine is Jigsaw. Live or die. Make your choice. Oh, the movie yeah. Saul. Saul. Okay. What either one of you watch yet? Oh, absolutely. No. As far as movies. The ending of this movie was my all-time favorite ending to a movie. Do you like it? Oh, yeah. Oh, when yeah. someone died? I want to play a game. No, actually. No, <laughs> just kidding. I'm kidding. Have you watched them all? I have not watched a oh, one. Okay, then we don't want to ruin it for you. Because you, how good are you with blood and gore? Because this is probably <laughs> one of the... My wife will not watch any of them. Because I see. She's, she likes scary movies, but yeah. she doesn't do a lot of dismembering gore. So I've I seen this this week. Las Vegas has a... Um, Escape room of Saul. Nice. Okay. That's pretty. Nice. That'd be creepy. All right. Coming in at number eight, Britt, this is probably one of them that you have watched. Uh, Ghost Face from Scream. Better hurry or there's going to be blood on your hands and mine. Have you seen Scream? I've seen probably one and then okay. bits and pieces of others. That's all you really needed to watch was yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was pretty much a repeat. Yeah, there. I mean, how many times can you tell the same story? They got four out of that, and then did a, like a spinoff TV show, as well. So yeah, I mean, yeah. franchise wise, they've done well. Fantastic storyline wise, jury's out. Coming in at number seven is Pinhead from Hellraiser. Welcome to the worst nightmare of all: reality. That guy was freaky looking, wasn't Absolutely. He? I was young when that came out. <laughs> and, uh, again, Jason never really was that scary. But when I watched Hellraiser, man, I got to say, that dude gave me some nightmares. I see. Yeah. And it always started with that little Rubik's Cube yeah. thing. that okay. you Pandora's pushed, box looking thing. Okay. Yeah, push the button and the puzzle comes together and then here he comes. Mm. Yeah, he was, Clive Barker was the one that uh, that made the Hellraiser movies. Number six, this is a classic for sure. This would be one of Tim's favorites. Oh, hey, Tim. Hey, good to see you. <laughs> Glad you made it. <laughs> Norman Bates, Psycho. Do you go out with friends? 
Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. All right. Nice. One of your, you like Norman Bates? Uh, again, I, I've not, again, I don't watch a lot of these. I did start, I think I watched three seasons of the TV show. Oh, yeah. Of, oh, yeah, yeah, Of yeah. Bates, I think is what it's called. It was yeah. him as a teenager. Mm-hmm. and So that was pretty good. Now, again, I didn't finish that series either, but it was pretty good. But no, I've never watched Psycho. <laughs> did you watch the remake with Vince Vaughn in it? You no, re- I did not. <laughs> <laughs> that was not great. That was not great <laughs> he, at all. At, I like Vince Vaughn, but I mean, I just just when you just picturing him as as a villain. I mean, he's just a really funny guy. Yeah, and he's like seven five. He's a huge dude. So yeah, I'm glad I didn't watch it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't need to go back and watch. Spoiler that alert. <laughs> Number five. This is one of my favorites. Hannibal Lecter, The Silence of the Lambs. A census taker once tried to test me. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. I I have watched that a couple of times, yes. Honestly, you need to watch that two or three times to to catch a lot of stuff. If you watch it the first time through, there's going to be some stuff that you're going to be like, what? Watch it a second time, third time. uh, Is that Jodie Foster or Helen Hunt? Jody Foster. Okay. I get them mixed up. For yeah, some I can see that. I can see that. That actually was two villains in one show, if yes. you kind of think about that with Buffalo Bill. Mm, yes. So mm-hmm. you kind of got, you know, even though uh, the ultimate villain was Hannibal Lecter, mm-hmm. he was actually more of a helper than he was a villain in, in yeah. a way. And then they came out with a second movie, uh, Hannibal? Yes. Correct? Yeah. I, I love the ending of the first one, though, where he says, uh, if you hold on, Clarice, I have a, I'm, ha- I'm having an old friend for dinner. Oh, and it, was that, yes. it was that doctor. I mean, that yeah. was just perfect oh, way goodness. to end it. They actually had three of them. Have you seen oh. Red Dragon? No. That's one of my favorites. That I was really good. And that's part of the Hannibal Lecter yeah, series? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, good good movies. Okay. That's scary movies for sure. Creepy, creepy, creepy. Um, and the, the actor, Anthony Hopkins, he was perfect, perfect. for that. Yep. For, perfect for that. Um Number four, we're going to get into some classics here now. Number four, Leatherface, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. One of the scary things for me was when he started running after him on the on the road. That was scary. Oh yeah, and and I like how they, uh, if, we, if you're if we're looking at the the remakes because I think the original one was in the seventy late seventies early eighties something like mm-hmm. that. Uh, the remakes that uh, that were done, um, where they started off, they kind of, if you don't know the story at all, um, they kind of make you feel like it was a real thing in Texas. And, yeah, I mean, it, if you didn't know the story, you you. Why did this really happen? Oh wow! Yeah, it, it was based off the serial killer Ed Gein. Remember the, the whole story of him? Okay. That, that guy was psycho. Huh. He's awful. All right, coming in at number three. Number three, Steve Jason Voorhees, Friday the Thirteenth. My man. <laughs> Kill for mommy. <laughs> yes. If, y'all yeah. came, if you came to our Halloween show, that was uh, what I was dressed as. And your intro music. My intro music was yes. from one of my uh, 
non-country favorite bands mm-hmm. yeah. who actually uh it's ice nine kills by the way their last album was about a lot of these same movies that we're talking about mm-hmm. which was cool because if you didn't watch the movie they tell the story of the movie okay. in a three-minute song Sweet. which is amazing ah. yeah yeah disclaimer it is not country <laughs> <So>. <laughs> disclaimer <laughs> I don't know how many of those they made. They made Jason, oh uh, Jason Takes Manhattan. And even, and even intertwined with Jason versus Freddy. Oh, that was great. And then yeah. they, uh, they actually started over again, uh, 2012, maybe you're sitting in that 28, 2008. They redid it all over again. Let's see. Uh, Rob, the remake. Rob um, Zombie do that or no? No, no, no. but, uh, uh, he's probably doing, he did one of the ones that's probably in the top three here. Okay. The first one though, the first one really didn't have Jason in it. He was not. Well, he wasn't in it till the very end. Very end. Okay. Yeah. Very end. Thought everything was all going to be okay. Jason's mama, mom. Mama was gone, and <laughs> all of a sudden, something jumps out of the. Oh my! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she probably would have wished she had a bigger boat at that time. She could oh, run from it. There you go. All right, we're going to number two. Number two. You just mentioned him just a second ago. With Freddy versus Jason, Freddy Krueger, Nightmare on Elm Street. I'll see you in hell. Tell him Freddy sent you. All right. Yeah, he was. Uh, that was his backstory of how he was born. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Uh, I loved it. You know, he had a, the famous sweater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It, it, you can't wear striped sweaters much anymore. <laughs> no, he ruined it. <laughs> Especially red and green for Christmas. You can't do it no more. That that brings back a lot of memories for me. That was uh, some good stuff. Man, a lot of these movies I go back and I try to watch again. Yeah, can't do it. It's just not the it's same difficult. as what it was back then. Oh, yeah. No, well, you were smaller, younger, I should say. And, uh. It just scared the bejesus out of you. It did. Especially the first time I watched the original Nightmare Nightmare on the Street. I I don't know that I slept. I see. For maybe a couple days. I was scared to death to sleep. I mean, he would uh, take those knives and scrape them across a Mm. steel pipe or something like that. I think another episode, he had the woman's uh, tendons Mm -hmm. on her arms. Yeah. He was like a puppeteer. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He, uh, Put that one lady on, or one girl in the hospital on TV, if you remember that. Oh, yeah. yeah. On TV. Yeah. <laughs> I think he kissed someone through the phone with yes, his tongue. Yes. yes. Well, we, we've done that, haven't we? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> edit, ma- edit. <laughs> the main thing was you didn't want to fall asleep. No. That's it. That was the big one. He, he got you when you was asleep. And the only way to kill him was to bring him out mm-hmm. of the dream world. Yeah. Number one. Number one. Steve is going to be Michael Myers from Halloween. Ah, Jamie Lee Curtis. There you go. (laughs) Now, this is the one that Rob uh, Zombie did two fantastic remakes of, and I would love to see him do a third one. Brutal. His is pretty brutal. Uh, I just lo- I just love the fact that he just took the story and and I mean kept some of the main stuff, yeah, but made it his own uh, without destroying it. And, and and both those were amazing. I'd love to see him do a third one. Yeah, 
Yeah, but did you watch Halloween back in the day? I didn't. Didn't? No, no. That's from around 78, right? Uh, the original 80? ones, yeah, it was definitely 70s. But that, that And that movie has stayed pretty good. I mean, you can go back and watch that movie now, and it, oh, it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. still pretty good. So how was the latest Halloween movie, the newest one? Decent? I think, had they, play, had they done it before Rob Zombie... I think it would have been a, it would have been a, a home run. I see. Yeah, but I think yeah. after people saw Rob Zombies and just how brutal it was, uh, was this Jamie Lee getting her yes. vengeance or she, something yeah. like yeah. that? But they actually have, uh, if I remember right, they have two more. I see. You mm-hmm. know that they're, they're going to spin off. Of I that. see. So, yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis was she's pretty crazy in uh, <laughs> in <laughs> this but, one. But I mean, uh, they they fast forward it. You know, to modern times, uh-huh. so she's obviously aged. Sure, uh, and she's you know she's trying to protect her her family. Okay, yeah. So that's our our top ten. Quick, quick, quick question: uh, first horror movie you ever watched? Uh, probably was a Jason movie, honestly. Probably thirteenth. Mm-hmm. Mine had to have been Nightmare on Elm Street that I can remember. Mine was Killer Clowns from Outer Space. <laughs> oh my God, I love that show though. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Knock my block off. <laughs> Have you ever seen that? No. Oh, my God. Cheesiest horror movie. Uh, maybe besides, besides Critters. Uh, one of the cheesiest movies ever. But when you are when you watch it at six, seven, eight years oh, old, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's pretty scary. And it still it still comes on every now and again. I showed it to uh, my son, and he at the time was maybe nine or ten. Mm-hmm. I mean, just zoned in like, oh my funny. god these really exist I'm like, yeah no <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a goofy show uh, um come, uh, about clowns it was a great great movie oh, so i can't uh, believe pennywise didn't make that top 10 oh well i'm pennywise the dancing clown yeah yeah and and maybe this was this top 10 here was b- before uh the it movies really took off before the old one or, maybe so that that was uh if anybody wants to look that up, that's on pastemagazine.com, top 10 most iconic horror movie villains all of right. all time. All right. Well, as always, Matt, thank you so much for that. Uh, we love doing stuff like that. And if you have been paying attention, mm-hmm. if, if you've been listening to our podcasts and our countdowns, you probably will have guessed who our number one song is. Mm-hmm. On our 25th episode special. Coming in at number one, Wyatt Massengill with... There ain't no Jones on the jukebox. I was down in Indiana with an old friend of mine. We stopped at the bar to have a drink and pass the time when I walked up to the jukebox to play a country song there was no Jones on the jukebox there ain't no Jones on the jukebox the whole world is gone to hell and now they've crossed along. They took the 
And that was number one, Wyatt Massengill with There There Ain't ain't No Jones on the Jukebox. This just sounds weird without Tim. Right, it sounds better. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'll buy that. I I bet Tim will be here next week. (laughs) So this is what Uh, it's like when I'm not here. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. Good time, good time. When was he uh, number one, Steve? I believe it was episodes 20 through 22. That's correct. Yeah. Second. Second. Second person to get the hat trick. Yeah. Yep. So uh, I think I mentioned this. When Wyatt did hit the uh, third week in a row, That that's the new goal that these artists are looking for. I mean, I know they appreciate making the top ten, but, man, being a three-timer. A four-timer? Yeah. Everybody's looking for that fourth time. Oh, yeah, yeah. That'd be the king or queen of the who's who top ten countdown. And everybody that listened to this can tell, man, Every all 14 of these number ones are great. And there's still songs that are great, too, that just didn't make the number one spot. They were on the top ten. Everybody that's made the top ten list in these first – 24, now 25 episodes. Yep. We can't thank you enough for sending in your music, trusting us to rate it and rank it. And, man, what great music that we've had. And dissect it. Because you know, we kind of give our two cents on every mm-hmm. song. So. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And Wyatt Massengill hits number one on episode 25. Yeah. So does that make him four? I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, technically. <laughs> Three and a half. There Three we half. go. So Three hopefully we can... Uh, get together with Mr. Massengill soon. Yep. If we ever 
get some shows up and going again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he seemed like just like Mr. Uh, Mr. Lane today. Um, was a great interview. Sounds like a great guy. Mm-hmm. So, and that's what I love. We touched a base, touched base on a while ago was meeting some of these people, you know, mm-hmm. that we have a lot of common yeah. ground with and that we would have never, never have heard of or maybe have ever met. Uh, it's been a great 25 starter. Yeah, the, st- the stories of the artists, the music itself, and uh, the different experiences that they've all had compared to everybody else. Every, every every musician has had a little bit different experience than the others. Yeah. So we appreciate them sharing their experience, their songs, and uh, appreciate them being as friendly to us as what they have. Yeah, yeah. Any final thoughts there, Steve, before we sign off? I'm just uh, really glad I came up with the idea for this podcast. Uh, <laughs> we are too, Steve. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I bet I don't make any more photos either. Uh, now, I, 25 down, hopefully this continues. It's nice that we have uh, picked up, you know, uh, unique beats. Mm-hmm. As with our, a Z. Z. Yeah. You know, another great guy we've met, Mr. Parker. Yeah. So, um, you know, we're also the only podcast on ISSA. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, Never in my wildest dreams, just like with our band, never would have thought it would go any farther than just some friends have, you know, getting together, playing some music. Yeah. And now we've branched off onto something else that's successful. It just goes to prove that when you put your mind to it, you can accomplish anything. Yeah. So, uh, but it takes a lot of hard work and it takes, uh, it takes great people around you to get there. So I think we've met some good friends. Matt, any final thoughts, sir? Yes. Um, Again, we want to say thank you to everyone that has sent in music, but we also want to say thank you to you. That's right. Thank you to you for listening to Who's Who Countdown on either Unique Beats or if you listen to us on anywhere that we that the podcast is streamed to, mm-hmm. we thank you, thank you all for listening to it because it's just we're getting more and more listeners all the time. People are sharing this Who's Who showcase, and, and our main goal – through all this is to get music out there that people haven't heard before and give these artists a chance to have people hear their music. We've had uh, night owl fans buy t-shirts from white mass and Gill and other people. Yeah. So that, that I think it's been a great tool for not just us, but for everyone. Yeah. Tim, any words of wisdom? You're going to learn to be true dodgeballers. Then you've got to learn the five D's of dodgeball. Dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge. If you master the five D's, no amount of balls on earth can hit you. Go ahead. Me? Yeah, um, shouldn't we, like, learn by dodging balls that are thrown at us, or...? That's what this sack of wrenches is for. You can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. What? And ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to the Who's Who Independent Music Top 10 Countdown Special Episode 25. Remember, as always, if you want to support the show and Night Owl monetarily, head on over to patreon.com slash nightowlcb. Toss a few twigs to our nest to keep this bird in flight. If you have no bucks to toss our way, however, go find us at Facebook.com slash Who's Who Pod, Facebook.com slash Night Owl Country Band, on Twitter at The Real NOCB, 
Instagram at Night Owl Country Band, and online at www.nightowlcb.com, where you can purchase tickets to our shows, purchase merchandise, and check out our schedule as to where we will be playing next. And until next time, on behalf of Matt, Tim, Steve, and myself, we encourage you to step out of your nest and listen to some music this week that you normally wouldn't have listened to. Take care and stay safe. Peace. Have a good week. Made in America. The red, white, and blue. I stand for her honor. The flag and our troops. I'm proud of my country. What she's done for.